the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Federal investigators say a stolen Horizon Air turboprop plane broke into many pieces when it crashed into an area of thick brush on a small island in the Puget Sound. Investigators say they anticipate they'll be able to recover the data recorders. Confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Brent Kavanaugh set to start September 4th. Senate Republicans have announced confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh will begin the day after Labor Day. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he hopes to have Kavanaugh confirmed before the new court session begins October 1st. Democrats are objecting to the September 4th start of the hearings, saying the process is being rushed. Kavanaugh was nominated by President Donald Trump to replace retired Justice Anthony Kennedy. Mike Gracia, Washington. It's a big about phase for U.S. Representative Chris Collins. He has announced today he will end his re-election bid days after he was charged with insider trading. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh wants to see a different kind of reform. We got problems in our big cities in this country between police officers and black Americans. And the answer is always police departments need to reform themselves. Never looks at the community. How can black urban America reform themselves? The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio for the Twin Cities. Mr. Intelligent Mitch Berg comes your way in just moments Right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Don't forget, you can stream us anywhere 24 7 at am1280thepatriot.com. You can also take us with you on the go with our free mobile app. Your forecast for the day today sunny at daytime, high of 89. Tonight, clear and 66. Tomorrow, sunny and 88. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. 16 years and change strong going on as uh, one of Minnesota's top general purpose politics, history, music, pop culture, and whatever grabs me blogs. Uh, pretty much the best blog in Minnesota of all those types if you leave out James Lilacs, which you'd be stupid to do because he is the best at all of everything, everything he touches. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, along with Brad Carlson, who does the closer edition every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on the Patriot, and our good friend King Banyan every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, the businessman together, or the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which has been rolling over the competition with mercy. 
but without a whole lot of trouble for the last 14 and almost a half years right now. You're getting into the fun time of the year here for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Of course, State Fair coming up in two weeks. I'll be doing our inaugural State Fair weekend broadcast coming up here shortly. That's uh, two weeks from today that kicks off. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like the State Fair is hitting us really early this year. By the way, I'll be at the State Fair a lot this year because I'll be hosting a couple of candidate forums out at the GOP booth as well on top of my Northern Alliance duties. So I will be looking at a bigger ration of State Fair food than normal this year, uh, potentially. We'll see how that works. Uh, there's a backstory to that we'll save for, for people who need to know. Which maybe all of you come fair time here, so we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll have time to talk about that. Of course, this is uh, state fair during a hot uh, election year, so there may not be a lot of time for idle chit chat. Uh, Brad Carlson, uh, Brad Carlson, of course, will also be at the fair. We've got uh, a huge lineup of guests already lined up for the fair. And by the way, we've got a nifty lineup today here. We've got uh, Karen Housley, who's running for the United States Senate, uh, running to replace Tina Flint Smith. Uh, in the United States Senate, the seat that she inherited from the resigned uh, Al Franken, uh, the seat that was, let's be honest, basically uh, stolen from Norm Coleman uh, 10 years ago. Hopefully a Republican will get that seat back and start uh, the, the job of of uh, doing what needs to be done there. Anyway, we'll be talking with Karen Housley in the second hour. As far as the first hour goes, I just had to have a little fun with something that happened last weekend, or rather didn't happen or sort of kind of happened, but with comical results. Let me let me just go back a little bit. This past weekend in Chicago, so far this weekend in Chicago, a city with two features about it, uh, some of the most ferocious gun controls in the United States, if you're a law-abiding citizen, and decades and decades and decades of progressive Democrat rule, including uh, Barack Obama's hand-picked mayor, Rahm Emanuel, formerly Barack Obama's iron-fisted uh, chief of staff, uh, also is favored with one of the worst crime rates in the country. Now, actually, the crime rate is about double that of Minneapolis if you count the whole city. But, but like Minneapolis, crime, and St. Paul for that matter, crime doesn't cover the whole city. The vast majority of Chicago is is middle class uh, or quite frighteningly wealthy and or, or commercial real estate and doesn't have a whole lot of people and a whole lot of crime if there are people. I mean, you go to the north side, you go up by the zoo, you go up along the lake shore north of the loop, you go around the loop. There's not a lot of crime in Chicago. It's, it's neighborhoods where the crime is sort of like North Minneapolis, sort of like Dayton's Bluff, sort of like the North End in St. Paul, which is where the crime is is focused. And in those neighborhoods, as usual, this weekend is turning out to be a nasty one. Uh, so far, 20 people, 20 shootings episodes uh, episode this uh, weekend so far. Uh, just last night and early today, uh, 20, actually more episodes than that, 20 injuries uh, three juveniles were wounded in attacks in the city, including a 12-year-old girl, 17 older folks uh, around the city of Chicago just so far this weekend. That follows a weekend with 74 people shot last weekend, 12 of them fatally. Uh, and it's, it's, I mean, it's absolute carnage in Chicago. Lately, I mean, we say this every summer, and every summer seems to get worse as Chicago doubles triples, quadruples down 
on uh, on gun control and on trying to stick it to the law-abiding citizens who have the temerity to try and defend themselves from the wreckage of Democrat policy in Chicago, it just keeps getting worse. And the darndest thing about all of this violence, the darndest thing about the 20 people shot so far this weekend, as of press time at the Chicago Tribune, by the way, because that was just the latest version of that article that I pulled up. Who knows? It may be 25 or 30 by now, 1 o'clock in the central time. The darndest thing about it is every single one of those shootings was carried out by a gun with no human intervention by guns magically levitating themselves through the air and blasting away uh, completely at random at people who had no idea that they were about to get shot at, by guns that have no conscience, no intelligence, and yet nonetheless managed to go out and commit immense mayhem. For some reason, they must be Trump supporters because they seem to only do it in cities with generations of absolute one-party Democrat control. Darndest thing you ever saw. And... With us last week in the city of St. Paul, where I live, uh, there was a group of people who were there to call attention to the plague of self-animating, unaccompanied guns going out and committing carnage. It was a group called Survivors Lead. Now, we've talked about them in the past. Uh, they're a group of people who were who, who thought that that groups like Protect Minnesota and Every Town and Moms Want Action were going about the the battle to disarm the law-abiding citizen and to keep victims disarmed too slowly, too rationally, too coolly, calmly, and collectedly for their taste. So they went and started their own group, and they thought that they would f- start a protest. And and the, the the whole episode started with a tweet on uh, on the fourth last Saturday around two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, they were going. There were some other announcements before this, but the tweet came out during the broadcast. Actually, last week, join Minnesota survivors and students. Oh, by the way, they call themselves Survivors Lead. They're people who's who've had ostensibly had relatives affected by self-animating guns that fly through the air and hurt people with no human intervention. Completely at random. Completely at random. Uh, or anyway, the tweet came out during the show last week. Join Minnesota survivors and students as we unite across the nation to march on the NRA uh, to end quote, and there was the usual string of hashtags and gun violence, survivor strong, yada, 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 uh, and hashtags from some other far left Minnesota groups like out front. Now, on the one hand, I actually being a first amendment supporter on the one hand, and let's be honest, somewhat politically, well, marginally politically astute on the other side, say protest away. I, I say, let a thousand uh, dim, moldy lights shine and exercise that First Amendment as hard as you can, especially the groups who were involved in, in the plans last Saturday, uh, who are basically the student group that's affiliated with David Hogg. You recall David Hogg, the young fellow who uh, survived the, the massacre in Florida, uh, that the FBI, that wouldn't have happened, by the way, had the federal government not completely dropped the ball on investigating the crazy who carried it out, Nicholas Cruz, uh, and which believes that disarming law-abiding citizens will prevent the next Nicholas Cruz from massacring people, and a group called Survivors Lead, which we've already mentioned. Now, their plan was to go to the corner of Snelling University, the big green building there, Spruce Tree Square, and picket the NRA office the NRA Minnesota office. Well, 
more astute people than than survivors lead, which is a low bar, but a bar nonetheless, pointed out that uh, currently a protest going on by anti-gun groups from Minnesota at a location described as the NRA office. One problem, the NRA doesn't have an office in Minnesota. It's true, they don't. There is no NRA office in Minnesota. Uh, And it was interesting to watch. And I was watching it during the tail end of the show last week, uh, the exchange between some of the people from the group and some of the people from uh, like groups like the the smart groups like Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, et cetera, uh, who point out, hey, the NRA has a ILA board address there, to which we smarter folks responded, the NRA Institute for Legislative Action is in Virginia. It went back and forth and back and forth. And by the way, students for change, the David Hogg uh, group, which, by the way, I want to see protesting as much as possible because every time they open their dimly informed mouths, sorry, kids, you just don't know that much yet. Every time they open their mouth, the NRA gets in 100 new members, maybe 1,000. Anyway, they posted the address that they were going to be, that the students and their adult wranglers uh, were going to be protesting at. Suite 200 at Spruce Tree Square, which is, again, the big green building at Snellian University in St. Paul. Now, this is the address listed at the NRA website as a contact location in Minnesota. And so they said, hey, good enough. Let's go protest the NRA. Well, it's not the NRA. It's the Minnesota Police Officers Standards and Training Board, the post board, the place that regulates police officers. And this is pointed out to them. This, this is the place where police officers, that regulates police officer training in the state of Minnesota. And by the way, and this is their only connection with the National Rifle Association, issues permits to carry weapons to retired police officers. Under Minnesota law, this is the body that issues the permits to police officers who've been retired, who by Minnesota law and actually federal law are entitled to carry permits after they retire so they can continue to protect the community even in retirement. No, no, no. They said the NRA picks up its mail here. It's a mail stop because naturally an organization headquartered 1,500 miles away needs to pick up its mail in the middle of St. Paul. I mean, it's only two train connections away from the airport. Sure, they send an intern out here to pick up their mail at Spruce Tree Square. The NRA doesn't need to pick up its mail. The truck drives up to the office in Virginia and drops it off every week. (laughs) The reason I bring this up is not to mock groups like these. Well, okay, it is to mock groups like these. But beyond that, more importantly, these are the people who can't find out what groups to address at, but they want to be def- they want to be setting policy that alters essential constitutional rights. Never forget, ladies and gentlemen, and beyond that, never let them forget. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Oh, there is so much more coming up. Don't go anywhere. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Yeah, I'm jazzed today. Stick around. Hi. 
Hi, Hugh Hewitt for Patriot Mobile, urging you to go right now to www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you and help us celebrate a supreme summer. That's right. It's a Supreme Court summer. President Trump has nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, and we need you to help make it happen. And you can do that by switching your cell service because Patriot Mobile, like all of the bigs, has great, great, great cell service. But unlike any of them, support conservative causes. Don't just carry your calls. Carry your message, in this case, to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. Every time you use your Patriot Mobile and pay your Patriot Mobile cell phone bill, you're supporting conservative causes like those that protect your rights, support interpreting the Constitution with originalism. And right now, while supplies last, enjoy a new Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only $4 a month. Mention my name, Hugh, when you call 1-800-APATRIOT to switch your service or visit www.patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. That's www.patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. California is leading a group of states suing the federal government over auto emission regulations. That might be big news, but it's actually the 39th lawsuit California has brought against President Trump's administration. California wants stricter regulations on cars sold there than those imposed by the federal government. Although California speaks of states' rights, it's really a power play. The state is such a big market that its rules end up applying to car makers across the country. Let's face it, California would not support Texas if it wanted lesser requirements than the feds. California versus Trump has turned federalism upside down. California has become a bully, not letting its employees travel to states that don't have the kind of civil rights laws they like. And now they want to dictate auto admissions as well. They call it states' rights, but California is really a blue state bully. I'm David Davenport. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Join me, won't you please? Hey, don't forget our Americans for Prosperity later on today, 4 o'clock. Jason Flores will be talking about short-term health care. Also about what Janice versus Ask Me means for Minnesota. It's every four, every Saturday, four o'clock on AM twelve eight, The Patriot. The lineup of conservative talk radio keeps expanding. It's the way you like it. 
1280, The Patriot. This could be a fun, fun, fun uh, summer coming up here, the rest of this summer. We're two-thirds done with it, by the way. Uh, and yet, the fun is still largely yet to come here. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. The one thing I wanted to uh, mention that I didn't have quite time to get in, in amid all of my snarking in the last segment is, uh, while the city of Chicago is undergoing yet another bloodbath, yet another virtual Omaha beach uh, in the streets of the South Side. And you have uh, dilettante groups like Students for Change and Survivors Lead and pr- Protect Minnesota and Every Town and Moms Want Action uh, going out and protesting against the kind of shootings that really don't happen. Bolts from the blue. I mean, they do happen, clearly. They have happened. Mass shootings that came with either little warning or warnings that were inconveniently ignored by the authorities, uh, like Nick Cruz, like the fellow in Santa Fe, Texas, like uh, like Omar Mateen, like, uh, like like many of the mass shooters that have happened lately uh, in, the, in, in recent years. Even as society in general gets safer and safer, uh, most of the shootings that are happening, especially in the places where the rate of homicide with firearms has gone up in recent years, the very few places... All of them cities controlled by Democrats. Washington Post actually came out with something this past week that sort of sticks it right in the ear of groups like Survivors Lead and Students Want Change. Who would have you believe that putting a gun in the hand of someone who has never stolen so much as a candy bar in their life has gotten into their third or Further, third or further decade of life with no crime record whatsoever, which, by the way, is an awful lot of you out there in the audience, uh, stick, simply putting a gun in their hand will possess them to go out and kill people, kill their spouse, kill their coworkers, kill people at random on the street. And a study that came out this past week, a little, little, it became publicized last weekend at any rate. Put the the lie to that whole idea and kind of flies in the face of the, quote, logic, end quote, that groups like Survivors Lead, which you can listen to and protect Minnesota, for that matter, and every town and Moms Want Action, who who you can listen to talking for days on end. You can listen to them talking for year after year after year, never hear, hear them mention a perpetrator ever, as we pointed out last week. And a study came out last week in The Washington Post and virtually nowhere else, that pointed out something that I think most of us already knew. Lawful gun owners, in other words, people who own guns and have no criminal record, committed 18% of gun crimes, according to a recent study. Uh, I should say violent gun crimes, according to a recent study by the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, This is after analyzing 762 cases in which a gun was recovered by the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police Firearm Tracking Unit. Most perpetrators, 80%, were carrying a gun that did not belong to them. By the way, this was not carried out by the National Rifle Association or the Pennsylvania Gun Owners Alliance or any of the other groups, the Penn State Firearms Coalition, or whatever the groups are. This is by the Washington Post. The evidence, says the Post, confirms a fact that the good guys, people like you and I, have been arguing for many years. The top-line finding of the study, and I quote the WAPO, says that the overwhelming majority of gun crimes aren't committed by lawful gun owners. 
It reinforces the common refrain among us that since criminals don't follow laws, new regulations on gun ownership would only serve to burden lawful owners while doing little, I would say nothing, to combat crime. Anthony DeFabio, a uh, epidemiologist who led the study, told the Post that all guns start out as legally purchased weapons. Not all of them, but huge numbers of them fall into the hands of unlawful owners. And of course, he's almost right. There was actually a a theft this past week. Someone rammed an SUV into a uh, firearm store in, I want to say it was somewhere in the southwest suburbs. Saw the video of it. They made off with a, a couple of cases full of firearms. Those did not start out their careers legally purchased, let's be honest. But those are rare. The vast majority are stolen from law-abiding owners or bought by people with no records who commit a federal felony and sell or give them to criminals. That's really where most of them come from. By the way, this is something we've known, not because we've been guessing at it, but because other surveys, including one by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office, run by an inconveniently conservative fellow, Sheriff Kelly, uh, showed that the, the ratio of people with crim, uh, crime records to uh, people without crime records uh, committing violent crimes with firearms is something like 12 to 1. So this is something... When the Washington Post finds out something like this, well, this changes everything, doesn't it? I mean, the media... I mean, I mean one of the... the, the, the absolute standard setters of the mainstream media has come out and and pointed out the facts to everyone. This should change everything, shouldn't it? Well, nobody nobody picked up the story. Uh, The mainstream media sat on this story as if it was a pot that was about to explode and needed to be tamped down, as indeed to them it is, especially given the... uh, degree to which Democrats nationwide have wrapped themselves around the issue of gun control as we head into primaries and, more importantly, the midterm elections coming up in just, gosh, three months away here now. Uh, and it's it's just amazing. Nationwide, the Democratic Party, having driven far to the left of even what it was 15 years ago, 10 years ago, has, has, has wrapped itself, uh, tied itself really to gun control. And this should be good news because outside of a few urban areas, gun control plays about uh, west of the Hudson, east of the Sierra Madre. Outside of a few urban areas like Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Louis, New Orleans, Chicago, downtown Detroit, Cleveland, Cincinnati, few others, gun control plays about as well as mandating people wear aluminum foil pants as it should be. Uh, and we'll talk more about that in, uh, in, coming out, in coming weeks here, because, of course, the, the Democrats, all three in Minnesota here of the Democratic candidates, have wrapped themselves around gun control. Now, with Erin Murphy, uh, who, whose entire audience, uh, along with that of her uh, lieutenant governor candidate, Erin May Quaid, who is married to a uh, Moms Want Action, uh, Everytown Activist. Uh, so naturally, she's uh, steeped in that nonsense uh, all the way up to her collarbone. She's natural. I mean, Aaron Murphy, Aaron and Aaron together are going to yell off what when the gun control movement, when Michael Bloomberg and the rest of them yell jump. That's a given. And they're Aaron Murphy's core audience is the metro area. And uh, gun control plays in Minneapolis and St. Paul desperately, desperately plays. Yes, it does. But 
outside the Metro, you've got Tim Waltz and Lori Swanson, who both had NRA A ratings for years, for their entire political careers, including Lori Swanson, who, who had an A rating coming up until this last year here, until both of them had to tack hard to the left to try and win the endor- and fail, by the way, to win the endorsement of Metro progressives, and both of whom are now going back out state to greater Minnesota and soft peddling that, uh, that hard flip-flop that they took uh, on, on gun rights over this last year here. So this is important. This is important stuff for you to know as you go out into your communities, especially if you live in the metro area, because as we saw last week with the Students for Change and the David Hogg Committee and, the, uh, and, and Survivors Leads little rally, as, as we found out listening to the chatter among the participants. The facts don't matter. It it doesn't matter to them if they have a demonstration in front of an NRA office that does not exist. What matters to them is saying the right things, feeling the right things, feeling them obstreperously enough, loudly enough, with enough conviction to convince uh, everyone else. And saying the right things, regardless of whether or not there is any factual basis in them whatsoever. This is what is happening right now uh, on both uh, on both sides of the DFL debate as Erin Murphy and her gun ban at any price crowd uh, continues its campaign. And as Tim Waltz can, and to a lesser extent, Laurie Swanson, who has her own problems in this race, uh, continue to try and tell people in greater Minnesota, ah, don't worry. We're not, nobody's coming to take your guns other than all those Metro DFLers. Don't worry about anybody else other than that. So that's what you have to look forward to if you're a DFL voter coming up on uh, Tuesday. Uh, by the way, I hope you do get out and vote on Tuesday because if you are a Republican, Obviously, there are some big races coming up. There are there are primary challenges to both the Senate candidates, to uh, to Karen Housley, who'll be joining us shortly, and to Jim Newberger, who will be joining us at the state fair in two weeks. By the way, we've got him on the books already here. And there are some primary challenges farther down the ticket to the various uh, United States House races and and uh, and others. But the big one, of course, is Polenti versus Johnson. Now, as I've said before in in the past, either one of them would be a better governor than anyone the Democrats are putting forward. Now, I'm a GOP party officer. I'm going to support Jeff Johnson. I'm going to vote for him as many times as I can. We'll talk more about that later on in the broadcast. 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? The Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoever said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure might have been dealing with a stopped-up sewer. Before a clogged drain takes the fun out of your next party, call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing for a checkup. Benjamin Franklin will use their cameras to see exactly what's going on in your pipes. They'll unclog and speed up your drains. Once they're clean, Benjamin Franklin will show you how to keep them that way, too. Now save $54 off any drain cleaning. Call them today. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. 877-BEN-1776. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. 
Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. 2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Pastors, you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that your congregation will really enjoy and benefit from. But you just can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give SermonSearch.com a try. Sermon Search is packed with sermon outlines from revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. You'll also find images, videos, and analogies to complement your presentation of God's message. Be inspired to study, create, and proclaim with SermonSearch.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, just thought I'd mention this. You ain't the boy I, thought I, I saw this guy last night. This is uh, their Gear Daddies, of course, their original lead singer. Martin Zeller, still out there singing, very successful doing the thing he does. And uh, half the Gear Daddies were out at a wedding reception last night for uh, for a longtime friend of the of the Northern Alliance and of my blog. Uh, Guy who uh, comments under the name Golf Doc. He's a doctor and he golfs. And he's a, apparently a, a Gear Daddy's fan, like a lot of us of a, a certain age. And he had a great time hearing them talking with the, the guys in the band. I always love this song, by the way. And Martin Zeller's great. If you get a chance to check out Martin Zeller or. Uh, any of his various incarnations, including his uh, actually excellent Neil Diamond tribute. I'm not a huge Neil Diamond fan. Certainly nothing he's done after 1970. But, yeah, Martin Zeller does it upright. Anyway, by the way, this was a wedding reception for uh, good friend Golf Doc. So uh, uh, congratulations to Golf Doc and his lovely wife. Uh, they're, they're doing very well, and, uh, and I wish them both the best. Speaking of music, by the way, my band, Elephant in the Room, is going to be out at uh, the Outpost 
in Ramsey tonight, way out on Highway 10, just uh, kind of about a mile or two, I think, two or three miles west of 169 on Highway 10, just uh, past Anoka and into Ramsey. If you're on the northwest side, perhaps listening to us on 107.5 FM, we're going to be there from 9 till 1 tonight, uh, doing the usual band hours out the out of the outpost. It's going to be a fun stage, going to be a fun room. They got great bar food, by the way. I, I just I had a burger out there uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were scouting the room. Pretty darn good. Check it out. Join us out there. Elephant in the room. Uh, starting to get some gigs here finally. Things are picking up the pace. We are hoping to announce some more next week. But um, anyway, I hope you can check us out tonight. We're out in the Northwest Burbs uh, tonight at the Outpost in Ramsey. I'll be posting a link to that later on at Shot in the Dark and at my Facebook page. So check that out. Uh, I always enjoy this. Playing playing in front of a crowd of people is uh, is definitely one of my happy places, along with doing this show. It should go without saying. The worst day on the air or playing guitar in front of a room is better than the best day doing neither. Sort of, almost. Hey, some of the some of my liberal friends, uh, I should say progressive friends on uh, social media were passing around this last week. There's a new, quote, study, end quote, that paints Trump and Trump voters as, quote, giving up on democracy. Now, you look, it, it's in Salon magazine, so you can pretty much discount it. It is pretty much the Salon, like its predecessor, Slate is pretty much the definition of fake news these days. It's marginally better uh, than Huffington Post. No, no. Marginally better than the Daily Coast, somewhere down around the Huffington Post in general, both of them. Salon marginally better than Slate. Anyway, the study paints Trump and Trump voters as, quote, giving up on democracy. Now, you look into the study, and what it, what they've done is cherry-pick a couple of indicators where they consider a yes vote as pro-democracy and a no vote as being anti-democracy uh, without any deeper context, and uh, trying to, and then they, they go forth and give a, a bigger meaning to it that is completely uncalled uh, for by the actual facts. Any of these, uh, by the way, I mean, anytime you see these studies that, par- that purport to show some defamatory conclusion about Anyone, based on politics, look into the questions that were asked. And, and by the way, this is whether it's a study about what conservatives believe or, for that matter, about what liberals believe or how liberals behave. Most of them trace back to a question that was basically stacked to make uh, make somebody look bad, even if, even if it was a study, because most of the time they're not even studies. They're studies of other studies. They take the data out of another study, massage it to fit a conclusion. It's called a meta-study. It's not in and of itself an invalid technique, but places like Salon like to pay big bucks for, quote, research, end quote, that makes that reaches a political conclusion they want. But I'd have to say, if you're a conservative who's having concerns not about giving up on democracy, but has some concerns about the way the democracy in our country is is working You've got ample evidence and reason. And I saw this this past week. Uh, a friend of mine passed out some uh, from from the seminars that were held for Hennepin County election judges uh, this past week from the county elections manager in Hennepin County. Uh, in the wake of our good friend Andy Selick's big win at the Supreme Court, where it was ruled that making people cover up conservative, but not liberal, naturally, uh, campaigns, shirts, buttons, and slogans in the polling place was, in fact, a First Amendment violation, uh, the 
Hennepin County Elections uh, Board has had to send out instructions to its people, uh, and this they have done. And I guess it'd be fair to say this is the empire striking back because it's, let's just say it may dubiously follow the letter of the Supreme Court decision, certainly not the spirit of same. Among the by the way, I posted this at shotinthedark.info this past week under a post entitled "Henco Bigger Than the Supreme Court of the United States." That's Hennepin County for for all you cool kids out there. <clears throat> Instruction number three: If a person is displaying campaign material or otherwise inducing or persuading others within the polling place, you should do the following: Explain that state election law prohibits displaying campaign material or inducing or persuading other voters in the polling place. And there's a Minnesota statute reference, which may or, well, we'll get back to that. Ask the individual to either cover up or remove the campaign material while in the polling place or to refrain from inducing or persuading other voters. By the way, as Andy Selick told us uh, some time ago, the parameters of this law, as they are applied in Minnesota polling places, are as follows. Things that are slogans, material, marketing, or other publicity for democratic, liberal, progressive organizations are not considered to be uh, inducing or persuading, but if they're for conservative groups, they are. So they're to ask individuals to cover up or remove the campaign material. If they refuse, explain that eligible voters will be allowed to vote, but any refusal will be recorded and referred to appropriate authorities (laughs) <laughs> Big Brother will will be finding out about your antisocial activities, citizen. Number four, even if a voter refuses to do so, you must permit any eligible voter to receive a ballot and vote. Well, that's big of them, given that that's what the Supreme Court just said. <clears throat> Number five, record the names and addresses of a voter from the polling place roster along with a brief description of the campaign material that the voter refused to remove or cover up or a description of any other way in which the voter was inducing or persuading another voter. Oh, it is on. (laughs) It is on like a prawn that spawns at dawn. I am wearing my Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus uh, polo (laughs) to the polling place. And I urge all of you out there to do the same. And I urge them to get everyone's name on the list. You want you you worship civil civil disobedience, Hennepin County Elections, Ramsey County Elections Board. Oh, you're going to get some civil disobedience, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to test this bad boy to the absolute brink. Yeah, you can you can follow you basically what the Hennepin County Elections Board, and you can expect Ramsey County to do the same because they all march to the beat of the same drummer, Steve Simon who's sort of the Vinnie Mad Dog Lopez of state secretaries of state. you got to be an old-time Springsteen fan to get that reference. Hint, terrible drummer. Anyway, uh, they're, they're taking their, their orders from the same drummer, and the orders are in classic passive-aggressive Minnesota fashion. Yeah, we'll follow the... Granted, the Supreme Court directive hasn't really been reflected in law yet, but it will be, and you you got to change our policy just enough to avoid getting another big lawsuit piled upon us here in the near future. But we're going to do it in classic passive-aggressive Minnesota style. And that's exactly what they're going to do. They'll copy your name down to tell the authorities later. Huh. Isn't that just... Who who would have thunk different, given this is uh, this is the Minnesota metro area? 
Uh, so, so when people like uh, when, when when people like Salon uh, tease the data to reach a conclusion that Trump voters are quote giving up on democracy, I, I think it's quite the opposite. Where we're fighting for democracy, not that I voted for Trump, but I think I'm being lumped into the same crowd here. Uh, we're not giving up on democracy. We're fighting for the to protect whatever democracy we have yet, whatever democracy our superiors allow us. Uh, and with orders like this going out from the Hennepin County Election Board, uh, it's high time we all stood up and did the same. Let's take a break. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 
952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget tonight, Education Nation, 6 o'clock with Rebecca Hagstrom talking about career counseling for students. It's an excellent broadcast. Also, don't forget tomorrow, the Victory Hour, 4 o'clock with Andrew Parker, Andrew Packer, if you're from uh, Boston. Which I'm not. Talk about politics, Israel, and the law. Just yet more of the sterling conservative talk radio that is here on AM 12 Asia Patriot and dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio. Ergo, dominating Twin Cities Radio. Check it out each and every weekend. Yeah, we'll be playing this song tonight. It's one of the fun ones. Those of you who are in high school at a certain time. (laughs) 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can tell the Democrats are getting nervous about some things. I mean, the Democrats will win the metro area by a three-digit margin, most likely, as usual. Uh, By metro area, I mean the Minneapolis and St. Paul. Outside the 494, 694 uh, roundabout, not so much. Uh, Democrats, in fact, have been falling off drastically as the Metro Democrat uh, Party, the DFL, becomes more and more extreme and more extremely out to the left. It, it's leaving the outstate, the greater Minnesota Democrats, outside the Iron Range, outside of perhaps Rochester and Mankato, the college town area, uh, areas in greater Minnesota, leaving them kind of dangling in the breeze. Uh, and you can tell they're getting a little nervous about that because they're trying to tell Minnesotans now, as the Democrats have endorsed a, a team of, of candidates who uh, include some full-on gun-grabbing, pro-choice, uh, pro-abortion, uh, pro-mass transit, pro-high-tax uh, policy Democrats. Uh, they're, they're trying to tell Minnesotans, who are you going to believe? The GOP or your own lying, us or your own lying eyes, the DFL or your own lying eyes. And you're starting to see this happening as you, well, I mean, you're seeing this in a couple different ways. Number one, if you watch TV in the metro area, you're seeing uh, the likes of Aaron Murphy, Aaron May Quaid and the like putting up ads on television that are a whole lot different than the ad campaigns you're seeing in greater Minnesota. You don't see a whole lot of beating the NRA on uh, the on the, on the ads that Aaron Murphy is running up in the arrowhead. Funny how that works, isn't it? Well, anyway, uh, one of the, the pieces that uh, the Democrats have been putting out lately via one of their uh, bought and paid for conduits, the Min Post, if you remember that, by the way, a big group blog to basically keep uh, retired journalists and out-of-work reporters afloat, by a fellow named Dave Mindeman, who's a longtime Democrat blogger, and by no means the, the most depraved among them, one of the, one of the less depraved ones among them, uh, among that particular crowd. He wrote, a, he wrote a piece this past week in the Min Post called Democrats are the Real Champions of Rural Minnesota, which when I stopped laughing, I figured I had to uh, take a part here. I don't have a lot of time, but I don't need a lot of time. Uh, Dave starts out writing, uh, 
Democrats are always on the defense when it comes to rural or outstate Minnesota, and I fail to see why that should be. Well, of course he does. He's not from rural Minnesota. He, he lives in the South Metro. He's had a career in the South Metro. I, I won't go into details. It's not important. He's not a farmer. Like most Democrats who deal with farm policy who aren't farmers, he has no idea which end of a harrow weeder goes down. There's this perception, he writes, that Democrats only represent urban Minnesota. And granted, since the bulk of the population are city dwellers, it's only natural to devise programs that fit that large chunk of Minnesota residents. A lot of Democrats represent the urban population and need to pay attention to it. Well, you could say that. Uh, But I'd venture to say that Democrats have done more for rural Minnesota than the Minnesota Republicans have ever accomplished, blah, 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 blah. And as Democrats always do, he boils it down to a matter of programs. Uh, and, and he lists five of them. Number one, broadband. Each legislative session, Democrats propose larger funding for this rural business essential. Uh, except that funding doesn't go making this rural business essential any more economical. They propose dumping more money into it and supporting more uh, public union employees to administer the funding for this program, trying to turn the Internet into a public utility in greater Minnesota. Kind of like they're trying to turn garbage into a public utility in the metro area with all of the uh, rack and ruin that that brings out. Local government aid, number two. The Republican legislatives have, have used long, local government as a wasteful spending punching bag. Well, yeah, we have. Because while well, Miniman goes on to point out that uh, smaller Minnesota towns and cities requested every session, that's true. Local government aid, as we've talked about on this show for years, was originally set up to help smaller cities, especially poor cities up in the Iron Range, drastically being affected by economic changes and dislocations, help them, helping them afford things like, you know, water and sewer treatment, police departments, schools, that kind of thing. Just basically subsidizes small, fairly indigent local governments in tiny towns for that you can debate its merits, but that's what it was there for. Now, over the years, as I pointed out in my blog, during, and I did a lot of research on during the 2010 campaign, the vast majority of local government aid, in fact, goes to the, to the three largest cities in the state, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Duluth. And people in those three cities, the budgets are subsidized to an extent greater than any other part of the state except for tiny Iron Range towns. So the LGA used to be a way of helping small cities afford better things, and it's become basically a way of transferring tax money from the parts of the state that work, which are largely third, fourth, fifth-tier suburbs, the exurban areas, which are largely Republican, and to transfer them to the big cities as well as the occasional small town, which, again, gets they tend to get a lot of money per capita, but they don't have a lot of capita to transfer that money around. It's become a transfer program to the big city, something Dave Mindeman never mentions to, uh, manages to mention in his article. Number three, transportation. It's a real sore point to contend with Republicans make a mockery of responsible transportation management, blah, blah, blah. 40% of our transportation budget in Minnesota is mandated to go to mass transit, including trains and other such boondoggles. And Minnesota roads are have been falling to ruin for years out in greater Minnesota, uh, even as the Democrats filch more and more from not just gas taxes, but 40% of motor vehicle registration fees go to transportation by mass transit by law to serve 1% of the traveling public. See, that's why rural Minnesota is getting shorter. And by the way, 
during the years when Democrats had absolute control uh, up until 2010 and then from 2012 to 2014, what happened then? It's not like the road system started to fall apart in 2014. Health care. Here's the real irony of all, says Dave Mindeman. Rural Minnesota is the real beneficiary of the ACA health care provisions, which is something you can say if you don't actually live there. I mean, I know people up in Thief River Falls and Bemidji who have been reduced via Min, uh, Minshore, the local ACA franchise, to uh, one plan available to them. One, count it, one plan available to them. Which means if you're coming from small towns, uh, if you live in a small town, instead of going to your nearby local clinic, you will have to go to the clinic that your plan has negotiated a deal with. And that plan is the one plan. And that means you may be driving 40, 50, 100, 120 miles to get to a clinic for routine health care. And that's not because the clinics are closing. It's because ACA isn't covering those clinics in their plans. They go with the bigger centralized clinics. And so in vast swaths of Minnesota, rural Minnesota, there's only one choice, maybe two, and they all lead to uh, commuting to get a checkup. Number five, child care. This is a problem that's kept getting worse in recent years. Yeah, it has, says Mindeman. It's because of DFL policies, trying to push unionization, trying to turn daycare and child care into another ATM for the another cash box for the DFL public employee unions to rifle through, tacking on more and more regulations to keep more public sector workers working and donating to their public sector unions and donating to the DFL. You see, all five of these issues, every last one of them, are issues where the DFL has been botching, one might almost say with malice, the entire job for the last 30 years here in Minnesota. So when the Democrats try and tell you this is stuff that the DFL can do better, you have to look at the last 30 years to say, you know what? The proof is right there. Go skulk away. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. It's heating up around here, and so is the action at Target Field. Celebrate summer at Target Field with baseball tickets from Ticket King. Ticket King is your local ticket broker. That's right, local, with offices in Minneapolis and St. Paul. They've got options to sit all over Target Field, from premium dugout seats to the top of the rooftop party deck. For a safe, trusted ticket broker in your own backyard, go to TicketKingOnline.com or call 612-341-4131. TicketKingOnline.com. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. 
Step into Chet's shoes in Columbia Heights for work, hiking, hunting footwear, and more. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots and our selection of New Balance shoes. Ready to ride this season? Be sure to check out our Harley-Davidson motorcycle boots. Don't forget, Chet's carries other essentials such as socks and inserts. Let us help you find the right footwear and the right size. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and visit us at chetsshoes.com. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. That was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K290. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.